Turn it up. You're listening to Live and Loud with the Lord. Nelson, that is. Gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, once again, you know who it is. It is yours truly, the Lord. <laughs> Nelson, that is the big guy with the big show from Live and Loud with the Lord on the CMS Network with Five Royals Entertainment. And ladies and gentlemen, as usual, you know I do what I do. We have a special guest. This guy right here, you know. <laughs> I kind of know him a little bit. I kind of know him a little bit. You know, he's, he's one of the super dope individuals in the world. You know, he's a great human being. He's all those things. But we'll dive more into those those things as we go through this conversation we're having. I always say it's less of an interview and it's more of a conversation between friends. And he's definitely friend, family. He's one of those individuals. So, as usual, I like to talk about him for a moment if he doesn't mind. Let me get into it. (laughs) So, ladies and gentlemen, my next guest is a super talented musician, husband and father. This dude is amazing on so many levels of so many genres of music that it adds outstandingly to his greatness. When you've been blessed to perform with some of the great guitar players in, in the music world and you come across a talent that blows you away with their skill and passion for the art, this guy right here, indeed, you've got to let it be known and shown. So I am blessed and honored to have him spend some of of his valuable time with, you know, the big guy with the big show. And I'm looking forward to this conversation. So without further ado, I bring to you (laughs) the incredible Nick Beard. Yes, indeed. What's up, my brother? What's going on? I'm doing great, man. Doing great. Keeping busy. And, uh, Again, it's so cool to uh, to be on this show, man. I was actually listening to some uh, that Stuck Mojo album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that last one you did, just getting hyped up, man, and all that. <laughs> well, look, you know, it, it's appreciated, my brother. No, no doubt, no doubt. So the first question I always ask everybody is, where are you from, young man? Uh, originally, all my family's from Boston, Massachusetts. Are you really? Yes, sir. Get, get out of town. Seriously. Yeah, man. So how long yeah, did you live? Uh, yeah, how long did you live in Boston before you moved elsewhere? Well, I was a kid. My dad moved 
we moved around a lot after right. that, but that was always like home base. Like we would uh-huh. always take trips every year there. And all most of my family lives, you know, Massachusetts yeah, or yeah, New yeah. Hampshire, you know. I yeah, you. man. So, so so what's the best thing you remember about growing up there? My cousins and my <laughs> uncles, you know, and all the the cool stuff, you know. I I do have this fond memory of when we moved to South Carolina uh-huh. uh, when I was like uh, probably 13 or something. Right. And then we would visit up there how different it was, mm-hmm. you know, like like just the difference between between just culturally between down down here and up there. Right. And I just remember always picking on each other's accents, you know, and, <laughs> and, and all that stuff. Uh, now, Boston's cool, man. And I yeah. actually got a chance. Um, I had a friend that ended up, a good friend of mine, that ended up going to Berkeley College of Music up there. Yeah, really, really. And that was fun. So when I visit my family, I'd visit him and go to all the jam rooms to see all the amazing musicians. And Right. So, yeah, those, those are cool memories and you know everybody's a red Sox and celtics fan of course uh, and all that stuff so yeah well the, re- the reason why i i got excited about that is that my sisters live in boston and oh they, cool they've been up there since the 80s uh they've been up there for a very long time and man so i i went up there for my 50th i had a great time up there spent a week up there hanging out with my sister you know she's taking me to all the sites and stuff like that i've been up there before but this time i went up to really hang out and so we just had a really good time now when you when you speak about that accent you know that boston accent is a strong accent if you are you know what i'm saying it's it's a it's a strong one you know kai and all yeah there's no r up there yeah there's no r <laughs> And every once in a while, it'll it'll pop up in like when I'm talking or when my dad's talking. Every right, once right. in a while, <laughs> especially when you're talking to family, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. coming back. Yeah. So my nieces and nephews, you know, because that's where they are actually from there. So when I when I talk to them, it's just it's just funny, and I just laugh with them, man. But it's it's great. No, Boston is a is an amazing city, man. It really is. It, it definitely is, man. So so tell me about Nick. You know, preteen was what was music played a lot in your household, and if so, you know what genres uh, were played. Man, I love that question because I I definitely know exactly. Um, I can pinpoint when I first <laughs> really fell in love with music. Yeah, you remember that Disney movie Fantasia? Of course. Uh, yeah. So I remember my dad used to tell me I was like three, and I would put the headphones on rock back and forth Indian style like this. And I would listen to that in Beethoven's six, six symphony yeah. and modest Mazorsky's night on bald mountain just <laughs> resonated with me, man. And then, you know, my dad always had music going on my mom too. Um, some of the big stuff is uh, Beatles, right. um, earth, wind and fire, right. um, Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah. And um, things, oh. things of that nature. Uh, there wasn't much Southern rock or, or that type of stuff. It was more, you know, 60s and 70s, um, yes. r- you know, radio stuff. Tina Turner to mm-hmm. uh, to uh, Creedus Clearwater, my dad liked a lot. <laughs> yeah, and, baby, uh, yeah. yeah. And then I discovered Michael Jackson when I was a kid when Thriller came out. I'm 45. Just a baby. Just it was baby. all over. It was all over, man. Well, look, man, 
that's that that's that's awesome when you say that because you know I always play those those seventies and those sixties and those seventies. I play that music a lot still. Sell my playlist, man. I, I'm telling you, man. I, I'm eclectic. I don't. It's not eclectic. I just love music, and if it's if it's great music, it's great music. So that's just what it is. So I've listened to all of that. So you have being, you know, coming up with that explains a lot. Explains a lot how you know you have such a feel for music. So what music you? But you you already kind of said it. You said Michael Jackson. But what music captured you in your teens? And when did you know you wanted to be an actual musician? Yeah, that's very, that's very clear too, but it goes sort of everywhere. So in my teens, what really got me into guitar, Mm -hmm. um, I always liked guitar music, you know. Uh, I remember actually the first guitar song that I really liked was um, all the guitar work, to bring up Michael Jackson again, on the Off the Wall in the Uh Thriller album. Yes, indeed. And I remember hearing the Beat It solo, not knowing who Van Halen was, you know, still really young. Uh And it just did something to me. So I was always interested in guitar. There's all that glam rock stuff going on. There's a lot of good guitars there. But it wasn't until I heard this guitar player called um, Joe Satriani. Uh Uh I don't know if you've ever heard of him. He was like, uh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And man, I heard this uh, song called Flying in a Blue Dream. Uh-huh. And um, now it's cool because now I know the theory behind that song and why I like it so much. But right. that's what made me really want to start to shred that and probably um, hearing Led Zeppelin and stuff uh-huh. like that. But that's a whole other thing because the people I was rolling with, I've always loved hip hop growing up too, me and my sister. Uh-huh. Um, I remember one of the first tapes that I got that I bought myself was Run DMC, uh, what is it, the Hell album? Um, Raising Hell? Raising Hell. Yes, sir. And uh, Beastie Boys. Uh-huh. And so I really liked that stuff, and I always <laughs> kept up with it. So, like, I was I was weird, man. I loved Trap Called Quest, but I loved the Misfits. I had a lot yeah. of punk rock friends. Right. So I loved that hardcore, you know, 80s punk rock, um, too. <laughs> and, then, um, and then, of course, uh, but then I heard uh, Thrash Metal. Right. And I was really into that when I was a kid, too. So I was still all over the place, man, <laughs> like I am today, you know. Uh, but, yeah, preteen, it was like the look and the feel and the F.U. attitude of punk. Right. Um, and hip hop at that time. Right. But also the musicianship and the guitar playing aspect of like the hard rock and, and the metal stuff. I got to know you were you, you were right at the age when everything mattered, man. You were an influx yeah. of all kinds of music. And and that's how I feel also. Uh, it, it's just all of the music that came. I just love all music. So if it was if it's hot, it's hot. Man. That's, I, I'll always say that if the music's hot, it's hot. I'm not going to hate on it because it's of another genre. I know people do that. I'm not a genre snob. And uh. But yeah, man, I I get it and I understand it. It, 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 and that's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing. So, so let me ask you this though: watching you when you play, right, <laughs> is an experience where I feel you have become one with your instrument. So, can you describe where you go to when you are playing and your eyes are closed because you really get into it? Where are you, man? <laughs> man, uh. Well, that's the thing. When my eyes are closed, I don't know what the heck I'm doing. I am. This might sound cheesy. This might sound a little, uh, I don't know, weird or or whatever, because I don't think that much of my own playing. But uh-huh. I really appreciate you and and people that tell me that. But um, I think 
it's like praying, man. Mm. It's my church. I, I've noticed that I play better if I had a hard week. Mm. Um, you know, uh, another thing I I left out was I got I first heard a little bit of jazz, right? Uh, growing up and that improvised thing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and how like um, like when Miles played, yes, he was just in his own space. Um, I don't think it's only unique to me. I think s- some people, when they improvise, it's not coming from any, any theory or any mind part. It's like the muscle memory is there and your soul's opened up and you're being very vulnerable. Because right. when you got your eyes closed, you're not looking at the fretboard. You've got to hit a <laughs> bum note. You know? But, I mean, what's a bum note? You know, I learned that from Hendrix. Like, no bum, no. he yeah. his guitar out of tune. You know, yeah. he just bent it till it sounds right. It's also a confidence in not yeah. giving a shit about right. what people think. Right. And I feel like people care too much about what other musicians think of their guitar playing. You got to mm-hmm. be this fast and this that. Um, so yeah, that and also um, what I listen to when when I'm playing guitar, I don't really think of guitar. I know that sounds weird. Um, I listen, I like a lot of violin music and piano music, and I love a lot of world music, mm-hmm. uh, especially from India. Mm-hmm. And when you listen to stuff, it subliminally gets in your brain, and that stuff just pours out. And you just, it's like it's like Bluetooth or radio waves to me. It's already there. You're just connecting. Right. Some people can connect to that easier because they can get out of their own way. Indeed. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course, man. It's great. Listen, I love that. I love what you just said, man. I love you going into detail about it like that because I know a, a good friend of mine, he always speaks about sonics and, and, and just the sonics of things, man, and how they can touch you or those, those frequencies of how stuff moves you. Beyond other things, because I know I like to get in my vehicle and just listen to stuff. And there's just certain things that I listen to. I'm just like, man, that's so beautiful. Like, uh, you know, there was a time or two I was on stage with Stuck Mojo and 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 where I'm really paying attention. Now I'm supposed to, you know, my part's coming up where I got to, you know, do my thing. But I'm listening to the guys. And it's like, have I not listened to them before? And, and it's like, it just hit me. And then I was like, I'm somewhere else. And I was just like, wow. wow. You know? I love that. Yeah, I love yeah. that, man, because that's exactly if you know the song, mm-hmm. if you know what is going on and then you don't have to listen to yourself because right. that's really cool that you said that. And I left it out when I'm playing, my eyes are closed and all that. I'm actually listening, vibing off of what's going on behind me. Right. So like when you speak right. with the Raz, you know, uh-huh. Dale Razowski, the Raz and Adam <laughs> Sheely had such a thick tight rhythm section it's yes. like they're it's like they're the camp they made this canvas for me to paint on right and and that ugh, the guitar solo to me isn't just me widdly wooing all over it's like the whole band should be soloing that's right. what i guess what i meant by jazz you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like everybody's sort of moving together um so yeah man just 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 riding that wave yes indeed hey listen no doubt no doubt we're gonna you know We'll we'll get into the Raz coming up here in a little bit, but just indeed, <laughs> man. So you 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 can play so many different styles from rock and roll to soul and blues, Latin and Island, and and this is just what I've heard, you know. So <laughs> so which would you say you're best at? Wow, you do right it all, now, bro. You do it all right man. now. Right now, I would say world music. I would <laughs> say like. 
used in a lot of um, harmonic minor, which is more of like that Middle Eastern sound. Uh-huh. Um, right now, that and like sort of funk. Funk was always my strong point, like okay. rhythm mm-hmm. uh, and I all that. But yeah, there were times where I was like, you know, back in the early 2000s, I was in L.A. in a metal band. So that yeah. was my strong point then. Then when I was with um, the Raz, I, I was doing a lot of blues. So, yeah. I, you know, it's whatever I'm into at the time. I'm one of those that gets into something <laughs> for a couple of years and I move on to the next thing. And I always got my five, my big five Mount Rushmore I always come back to. But I'm always going into different little tangents, you right, know? Right, so right now it's, it's definitely, it's right now it's definitely world music and like um, hip hop stuff and, yeah. and stuff, fusion jazz type stuff. Of course, of course. So, so you said you were out in LA. What, what, what was going on in LA? Man, I lived in Venice Beach right there, <laughs> dude, with some of my best friends. I was in a band called uh, Screaming Agony, uh-huh. like heavy death metal type stuff. Um, there was a, and then I was associated with a group of friends, Echoes of Eternity, that actually got signed. They were a real heavy band with a female fronted vocals, uh-huh. uh, real clean vocals, but like really death metal type sound. And yeah, it was fun, man. It was one of the best, some of the best times of my life living out there with a bunch of musician friends and going for it, you know? Yeah, what got you out there? What what got you out to the West Coast? Was it just music? That band, uh, uh-huh. Echoes of Eternity, they were all from South Carolina, and they got signed to Nuclear Blast. They were excited. Oh, I was living you. in New Orleans at the time, and they called me up and said, Nick, you need to come here. Right. You need to come here with us right now. I'm, I've been blessed my whole life to have amazing friends, man. <laughs> so they, they all pulled together, and they helped us, and me and my wife moved up there, and... um. We lived with them, and 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 my wife ended up tattooing right on the beach, and yeah, and it was just uh, yeah, it was my friends actually singling me out. When they got successful, they wanted me to be in there, so I was blessed for that. So Nick, I, I'm I'm getting goosebumps here because see now I'm learning a whole lot more about you. Now see, we probably haven't even touched the surface of <laughs> Boston. Then you came to South Carolina after Boston. Oh no, man! We went. We lived in Wisconsin, uh-huh. Chicago, Jacksonville, Florida, <laughs> North Carolina. My my dad was in like I think it was in insurance, and he kept I got switching okay, jobs. So you got moved. Right, 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 right. Yeah, which was good. I enjoyed uh-huh. it. Like I was always not wanting to be part of what everybody else is doing, so I was cool with going to school to school. Right, like. Right. I didn't care, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was just wondering. I was just like, you said New Orleans. I was like, man, how did you get to all these places? Oh, uh, no New Orleans was yeah. New Orleans was amazing. <laughs> I, that was musical education at its finest. Really? So, 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 are you just self-taught, or did you go to school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're well, self-taught. Go ahead. Yeah, growing up, uh, my mom got me guitar. She made me take one lesson. Of course, I didn't learn anything. I didn't like it. And uh, But, you know, with guitar, for me, it was finding the one chord. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was a D chord. And what happened was I would rock that D chord, and then I realized if I took my pinky off, then it had a different sound. Mm-hmm. And I would just rock that, rock it. Just the one chord with my pinky on and off over and over again. Yeah, for hours right and then um and then it just built built from there and then about three years ago now that was when i was 16 i'm 45 now mm-hmm. i ended up taking lessons five years ago 
Right. And I took it for about two months and mm-hmm. I'm so glad I did. And I think if you're a guitar player that's been playing for 20 something years, get a damn guitar lesson because really? they can show you what you already know. And it makes the theory of it connect more because yeah, your fingers yeah. are already doing it. Right. Indeed. Indeed. Awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Once again, I tell everybody guitar back there that, that my bandmate Matt Acevedo and his wife gifted me, man. And, and I, and I know you had offered, you said like, Hey, you want some lessons or whatever like that. We'll talk about that too. But it's just like, I, I get it. And I play, I've looked online and I've looked at things and I'm just like, man, you know, playing something simple. And I was just like, this shit is not easy at all. It is no. not easy. And I was like, you really, so I have so much, I already had respect for you guys with what you've done or what you do. Now it's even heightened. It's like at on another level. I'm like, shit, to do this is a true art and a true talent to do this. Anybody can get out there and just pluck on shit, but to move those hands and do things. And when I watched like Matt Acevedo, I was just like, I'm watching you and I'm just like, this is crazy, man. So my respect for it is has risen tremendously, <laughs> tremendously. Guitar players are something else, man, no doubt. So what has been the most difficult part of being a musician to you? Well, uh, it's an eternal battle, and I'll tell you why I say that. Uh, number one, I could go with the easy answer, you know, the money and, and the luck of it and, and all that. But there's something deeper for me. It's about what what are you actually playing music for? Uh, I don't play music or write music for the outcome mm-hmm. of it. Like, I don't. It's about the process of doing it. So to me, at, for me, it was like, I love playing. And um, but I can't, you know, it's the stuff I like. My big issue is the stuff that I really love is weird to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And and it's it's not what's popular here. So it's always been an issue for me to try to find bands to 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 do what I really like to do. Right. So I'm not even going to say getting gigs or the money part. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, just finding like minded in, individuals, to be honest with you. I, I, I feel you, man, because just once again, you know, the, the things that we did together and I and I truly wish I'm going to be honest with you. I was really vibing on that. I don't know if everybody was vibing on what we were doing, but I just knew that what you were playing was magical to me. I was just like, man, if we really hone this stuff and get this stuff together, I was just like, this is going to be something special. I loved it. I'm telling you, I loved because I loved your playing. I, I was like, it was something different. It took me and opened my mind up to some other things. And, and wow, you just have a certain way of playing and, as you say, the island music or the, uh, you know, the world music, you just yeah. have those undertones of just, and it was just great what you're doing. So I'm just letting you know that I was just like, I was kind of like, damn, man. I was like, we're all in town. We could do this. And, you know, I, I love what Matt and I are doing. He, he's in Texas, but I love what we're doing. But you guys are here. And it was like, man, if we we just follow through. But I know all kinds of things were going on. And, and well, it's not like, only that, yeah. man, to be honest with you. Yeah. You know, me and you were the ones I think that liked that the most. Right, I don't right, think right. that was in everybody else's ballpark. And that's right. what exactly what I mean. Because that the, the belly dancer, yeah. that's who I am. That riff, that style, that world oh, music style is who I am. 
No one likes that stuff around here. They don't me, really know it, man. Nick, yeah, I didn't want listen. I didn't want to be disrespectful or nothing like that because what you just said is what I believe. I'm like, well, I don't know if they're into it like this. I was into it, and every time me and you were both into it. Yeah, I was. I was just like, <laughs> Nick has got so much great stuff, and I was just like, wow. Me seeing you on stage play with the Raz the first time, I was just like, this guy right here is fucking. I was like, that's amazing. When I purchased the album. I was like, this shit is so fucking good. I'm being honest with you. I love that album. And even what what what, what was uh what was the first guy that, uh that, that was singing? What's my man's name? Uh David um Yeah, Dave McBee. McBee. McBee, that's yeah. yeah. And so, you know, you guys doing your thing, man. It was just love, and I was just like, wow. So I, you know, I, I still have it in my vehicle, man. You know, I pop the CD in and I listen wow. to it. I, I just think it, I really think it was a great project. From from top to bottom, man, you know, different colored leaves, and you know, Raz on, on My Woman. And, I, and there was a lot of songs that were really good, and they touched me. Your guitar playing was was stellar in that also. So I just want to wow. want to big you up, man, that you definitely have a, a true talent, and I can feel the energy and passion of you playing. And that's why I asked that question about you closing your eyes, because when it just, you could tell that you are really, you're 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 into wherever you are. You're doing what you're doing, but it just and it resonates with the crowd. It comes out, you know. You're playing. Now, I could talk about that the whole time, but I'm just telling you, man. It was just you know something really really special. So I thank you for those kind words. It means so much to me, man. Thank and, you. Hey, man. You know I'm, I'm the Lord, man. The Lord don't lie, man. The Lord, <laughs> Lord, Lord tells the truth. <laughs> I mean, the real one and this Nelson is say so. How many different bands have you been in and which one allowed your talents to shine the most? Uh, been in, man, uh, <laughs> not as many as I think I should have been. Right. Uh, probably 10-ish. Okay, really? Uh, yeah, and to be completely honest so far, and I, I don't mean to sound like a butt, but I'm I'm honest if you ask me the question. Of course. But I was able to do my, my real thing is is when I did my own music. Yes. That's all on Kuma the Ambassador on SoundCloud. And yes. I did the instruments myself and, and did that. I was, you know, I got a song on there called Surfing with the Tardigrades, uh -huh. which is a, is like a surf song that goes into a Middle Eastern and I rap on it. Right. <laughs> you know, you know, like, like, like that, like there's songs that are straight up, like, you know, the gypsy stuff. Yes. And there's songs that are completely like sort of Santana ish. Yes. And there's songs that are heavy and proggy, right. you know? So that's, you know, because like I was saying, it's hard to find people that want to do, you, you know, mean? a jazz tune and then do a freaking metal tune or mix Amen. them together, you know? Hey, so I was able to do that by myself. And then I'm doing some stuff now that we'll talk about later. That Of course, yeah, we'll get into it. It's Man, listen, once again, just just your vibe. I was just like, Nick's, Nick's a special guy over here, man. He's a special dude. So I knew why Adam and, and Raz were doing the thing. But, yeah, once again, and, and I love both of those guys. They're great guys. But I, I, didn't, Me too. I didn't think they loved it as much as just because of the conversations. I'm a person who I, I, I really pay attention. And I'm just like, okay, well, are y'all really feeling this? You know, because it's like, man, I'm like, man, I'm, I want to come over here and I want to do this. And that's no disrespect to anybody because you like what you like and you do what you do. But I was right. just like, 
I was like, this shit right here, this shit right here is a, unbelievable. And I was like, I, I was, love uh, it. Yeah, I was a hundred percent with that because yeah, I yeah. loved, and I remember when 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 we were jamming. Yeah, you're you're positive all the time and everything. Right, but like when yeah. you were when when you were like doing your verses, me and you were like looking at each other and smiling. Yeah. When I did my solo, I'd look at you and you're just like right, right. focusing. It's like when I closed my eyes, I was taking you on the journey with me. Yes, indeed. and I feel that way. Like when you when you're in the audience, Lord. It's like you're with us on stage anyways. You right. got that big of a love for people and music that it's See, like, thank you, I would have yeah. loved it. And I was 100%. But like I said, man, it's <laughs> people want, you know, they wanted to do uh, me and Rasputat together because it was like, you know, Led Zeppelin, Joe Bonamassa, that's what we uh -huh. had in common. And right, that's right. what all my bands are. Well, if I, if I can't write stuff and people like what I'm doing, what 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 are they doing that I like that I right. can put a piece in? Indeed. And uh, I think what where me and you were going with that. But one thing we did belly dancer. That was the first time I could get any guys to even do something like that. Really? So that was very special to me. And to have someone freaking spitting over it. My God, that my was like a dream. You know what I'm saying? I was I was so into that song, man. And listen, I had reached out to this belly dancer and asked her, like, look. We shoot the video for this thing, and she said she would do it. I was just like, man, it's going to be amazing, because that was like, your music took me on that journey of when I, you know, when I wrote for it. It put me in that state of mind, you know, of what that was. And I was right. just like, man, I love this, man. It was just a vibe. So that's, anyway, man, we could can, we can go on and on and on about that. I just, once again, just let you know. How how real that was to me, man, and I enjoyed it, and I thank you for that, man. And uh, man, I'm glad you said that because I felt the same way about about that, and I yeah. always felt it was a shame that nothing nothing happened with that. Well, 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 we can we still might have to revisit it. I I know you probably got it somewhere. So I still, still got it, bro. I still we, know we, the riff. Yeah, we 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 might have to revisit that one on the real, and I'm being very very honest with that. That's okay, <laughs> let's do that. We, we're talking after this. We'll get yes, it going. Yes, indeed. So you were the lead guitarist for the band, The Raz. We'll roll into that right now. Once again, the album, The Raz, honestly, is an amazing collection of songs. Um, you guys created something beautiful. I love it. So what was it like creating this magnificent project to you? That, that project does mean a lot to me, mm -hmm. and for one reason, and it's Raz. Right. Raz was Raz a huge part, yeah. part of that for me. When I met Raz was at Guitar Center. Uh-huh. I bought a guitar. I don't. I don't know if if I wanted a guitar. He bullied me into buying it. <laughs> but you know, I thought that he was sort of an intimidating dude. You know, but he, he was cool. He knew what he was talking about. And then I, I went back about a couple weeks later because that's when Guitar Center first opened. Everybody right, was right. like really excited about it. Right. And I would go jam, and he just comes right up to me. He goes. You sound like Prince. I like that. Do you right. want to play in a band or something like that? You know, <laughs> I'm like, well, if he's hearing Prince in me, then I need to be playing with this guy. Right, right, right. That's right. like one of my favorite guitar players. Yes. So, um, so he came over to my house, <laughs> and man, we wrote three, two songs yeah. in one sitting. Right. And he's one of the only, um, at that time one of the only bass players that I knew that that would actually contribute to the songwriting. Right. Mm -hmm. And that album is so special to me because there's songs where 
where like Raz would write the riff and I wrote the lyrics mm. or I wrote the song, he would write the lyrics or he'd bring a full song. I'd bring a full song. Right, like uh, right. different covered leaves was a song I wrote, you know, right, right, right. Um, but Beautiful. he was there. Beautiful. Well, I wrote it, you know what I'm saying? Yes. yes. Like guiding me and, and vice versa. And we really became a songwriting team together mm -hmm. and it was fun. It was like two guys playing chess or putting a puzzle together. You yes, know what indeed. I'm saying? Yes, indeed. No, beautiful. Listen, when I say that every song on that album, I love every song on that album. I really, really enjoyed it. And I enjoy it. I mean, you guys did a magnificent job. And the the song titles and, you know, the music just really matching with them. Or the Listen, beautiful project. Once again, you know, the Raz, ladies and gentlemen, it's still out there, you know, People got to go check it out and, and got to go check out your other, you you know, when we get toward the end, man, you know, speak about what you have out there also again. But uh, absolutely. Once again, man. So, so what? well, here's the thing, though. Why do you think you guys disbanded, though? What happened? Oh, it was absolutely my fault. We disbanded. It was your fault. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, sort of. Number one, Adam moved, the drummer moved to um, Charleston. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. At, at that time, I think he's back now, but at that time in this, and when, when we stopped was during COVID and right. that ties in too, mm -hmm. but he, he left a little bit before that. We kept on trying out drummers, but at the same time, me, Raz and Colton, who was the singer oh, at, right, at right, that right. Mm -hmm. uh, we're writing tunes together. And there were a couple of reasons why, well, there's one big reason why I, I stopped the band and it was because I was I'm a occupational therapist and mm -hmm. I was working at the hospital when COVID just hit. Right. And I saw a lot of bad stuff there. Gotcha. Let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. Not just because of disease, but how things were handled. Right. And I was getting bitter and angry and I was writing songs that had nothing to do with blues rock. Mm. That's all the stuff that's on on my SoundCloud is the stuff that I wrote during that time. Right. And um I I'm not going to be in something unless I know that it's coming from my heart or it's representing who I am at that time. Mm -hmm. And the music I was coming up with and music me and Raz were writing wasn't resonating with me at that moment because I was going through all this other stuff. Right. We didn't have a drummer that I liked because mm -hmm. <laughs> Adam's such a great drummer. How are you going to replace is. him? You know what I'm saying? Like, Indeed. Indeed. There's no way. Um, so yeah, so I, I, I stopped it, you know, and I, okay. I know that, you know, it was hard because Raz is one of my best friends and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we, we had for years had this going on, but I, I just couldn't, I had something else I had to say at that time. I had other things I wanted to write and I was just getting, bored with that style not with mm -hmm. what we were writing but that style of music you know you. what i'm saying the blues rock thing you know so i just sort of uh that's why man i was just at a bad spot in my mind i was you know hospitals seeing everything and i, I had to write music that was that was weird <laughs> no, no no and not that it's it's weird and and i guess that you know, the question I was going to ask you is, you know, why do why is it so hard for bands to, to stick together and why are there so many changes? And I ask all the bands this because, like you say, you probably probably been in 10 bands and it's just like 
what you know what's the difficulties of and i know it has to do with different mindsets uh life comes into play always and um you know so many things because there's so many moving parts to a band you've got you know three four five different people you know would may have different mindsets you know you may be on the same page on certain things but certain things you may not and so families get into you know it's all kinds of things man so and, and maybe I'm answering my own question, but yeah, it's just so much stuff that goes on that you see. And and me being a hip hop dude and, and just a lover of music and then getting into, you know, a band and seeing things change, seeing things happen. And I was just like, wow, man, that's crazy, man. And all I want to do is make great music and have a good time. And, and I don't want to have to sit up here and argue with anybody about anything. Can we just focus on this music? You know, that's just me. Right. You know, right. And, it's not, and it's not easy. And I know it's not easy, you know, cause there's so many things going on, but, but that's me though. But, uh, no, I it, get it. Well, I'm yeah. sure you saw that cause you went on tour. So, you know, yeah, yeah. those pressures too, and right. having to smell everybody's feet and fart oh, and all that stuff, you know, ass and feet, you, you right up ass there. Ass and feet. <laughs> because <laughs> so you really know it with Holy with death. us it wasn't wasn't even like we were fighting man i just right. got i was just going somewhere else in my You're heart placing you know? yeah no no i got you man i got you man so how great is it to have your wife and son support your music man i mean you know that that answer that's the most important thing yeah uh, you know my wife's been hearing me play you know, we've been married over 20 years, so yeah. she'll go out to specific gigs. Right. Um, my son is amazing because he's playing guitar, ukulele. Yeah. He, <laughs> he, he's now picking up saxophone. He really? writes little lyrics. He goes to my shows, and um, awesome. he's uh, all, all my <laughs> jamming friends that come over and jam. You know, he's they they've heard him. Right. You know, playing or or stuff like that. One one time, I got a really cool story real quick. <laughs> uh, it was one of my good friend's birthday, uh -huh. and I had a bunch of um, a bunch of us went here in my jam room, right. and it was a lot of, you know, it, it was a cypher, a rap cypher at, mm -hmm. at my house. Uh -huh. And my son, I bought my son, it's, it's a handheld sampler by Teenage Engineering, okay. where you can make beats on it and sample. Right. He made this beat, so I plugged it into my my system right here yeah, yeah. and they all started spitting over it <laughs> and he thought he was the coolest kid in the room you know and he they were actually the impressed <laughs> by right. his beat he it had did. the little buttons so he would add the phaser add the <laughs> kick, 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 you know and that would be between the beats and you know it was like whoa you know That's the whole awesome. room and yeah. it was amazing so yeah it's it's the best thing especially when, when you could bring your your kids to to a gig or yes. or um and plus you know it can be good for your writing. Yes. You know, I mean, 13 years, I wrote that for my wife on our 13th year wedding anniversary. Right. Really? You know, um, beautiful song. Told we're great. working on a song I was writing about my son, yes. you know? So, yeah, it's very important and very special. Yes, indeed. So now, now, what's your son's name again? Atticus. Atticus, once again, I said to myself, when you, I was like, Man, he's got a name, man. That 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 name, that's a woo wee, 
man. I said that is real. Damn, well, do, well, here, here's my question to you. Do you know what famous book or movie I got that name from? No, I know it's from a story. Is it like a? I, I know. I don't know. I know it's from a story. I can't remember the story. It's but to I kill a mockingbird. Know. Yeah, yeah. So I was just like, hey, man. It's just a great name. And I was just like, yeah, I love that. I love it. I love it. He's a, listen, great young man. And you say your wife, tat, is she, does she still do tattooing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, a I lot now. Because now yeah. she's tattooing more now than she has in a long time. Because now I, I just teach and do music. So she's, yeah. she's picking up some of the reins from when I was a therapist. But uh, yeah, she tattoos that animated canvas. Uh-huh. Um, usually the one on Highway 1. Because mm-hmm. she's been tattooing over 10 years. I mean, she started when we lived in New Orleans. So. Yeah. Long time yeah I, didn't, I didn't know that. So, listen, two artists, man, most definitely. I, I didn't know that. You know, of course, you know, uh, Wayne, you do know Wayne Munn, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Wayne, you know, Wayne, of course, is a tattoo artist also, man. But it's like, man, that's awesome, man. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is cool. Yes, indeed. Really yes, cool. indeed. Well, okay, so let, let, let's talk about your present pursuits. What's bubbling okay. in the world of Nick Mian right now? We talked about it, you know, off, off. But what, what, what's going on with you right now? Because you're doing some yeah, things yeah. Right now. Well, first, I need to say um, I teach um, bass, drums, and guitar at Music and Arts in Northeast mm-hmm. Columbia. Mm-hmm. And I'm in a cover band to help make money too. We're called Torn Clover. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do everything from Jimi Hendrix to some of this new country stuff going on. Whatever people like to hear. Right. That, that's what we're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, and then I am doing a lot of, um, I would say, R&B and hip hop right. um, with a collective um, of people from the Black Nerd Mafia here mm-hmm. in Columbia. Right. And um, that's been so freaking awesome, man. Uh, when you're when someone hands you a rap beat. Uh huh. And you got a good bass player and a good drummer, and 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 you take that rap beat and you make it live, and mm-hmm. then you hear people freestyling over it right. and doing things over it. It's the same as like any rock band or any band I've ever been. It, right. It's even cooler to me, to be honest. It's it's been amazing. I played the fair with JB right, Sampson. Right. Mm-hmm. JB Sampson is this amazing um uh, singer rapper and drummer god mm-hmm. this dude can play drums and you know he plays guitar multi-instrumentalist right and uh he saw me um i've been hanging with this cat named easy ola mm-hmm. who's uh, amazing not only singer rapper he plays bass drums you know all these guys are multi-instrumentalists it's not right. about like one instrument like to me in the rock world it was like I play bass and I, play, or right. I play guitar and I shred or I play mm-hmm. drums. Like this, this, this stuff's more like whatever fits the vibe at that moment. Gotcha. What, how can you uplift the person on the microphone? How mm-hmm. can you support each other in that way? So, um, yeah, so I got me and, 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 and my friend Easy were playing this open mic night where, uh, not open mic, it was spoken word night. Gotcha. Spoken word. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, me and him wrote these songs together. Easy had these lyrics and I had these, you know, chord progressions. We put it together. We started playing out. And this guy, J.B. Sampson, comes up to us and really liked what he heard. And then we saw him perform later on that night. He was awesome. So he invited us to do the fair gig. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when I heard these songs that he had, I usually don't like jot down things. Man, I charted out all those songs. Really? Like chord <laughs> for chord. I was so uh-huh. excited. Like right. I was like, I finally get to do some like, like this guy's got really good songs for hooks and great yeah. verses. Uh-huh. And like he's asking me, because when you do that stuff live, you sort of got to change it, mm-hmm. you know? And man, we added so much little cool parts and mixed other right. songs, like popular songs in the end of his songs yeah. and, and had intros and outros. And, you know, it, it, it was amazing. And the fair gig was amazing. We decided to um to actually do an actual band with it. Got you. So we're actually making a band out of that. I'm doing an album right now. I'm I've already started on it. Um, where I want to I wanted to be all hip hop. We're mm-hmm. all rapping on it, but it's gonna be me. You're gonna hear that Latin. You're gonna yeah. hear that world music. You're gonna hear that heavy music. Right. But with different artists that I think fit. Got you. Each song individually. You yes, see what indeed. I'm saying? Of course. And and um. And then, you know, meeting all these, because with the Black Nerd Mafia, it's a collective. And I'll tell you a, a little bit about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, mostly Black artists getting together because there's not as much gigs, you know, available to them as there is for a lot of rock stuff. And it's right. true. I've seen it, man. Uh-huh. When, uh-huh. When, when I moved here from from L.A., I, I couldn't find a hip hop show or a sex anywhere. I didn't know right. Right. where to go. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, that's always been a big part of my life. You know, yes, I've indeed. seen Outkast, The Tribe, Cuff right, West, right, right, songs right. like Bob G. Yeah. I've seen all them. You know, yeah. you could go to Rockefellers and see rap bands right, back is. in the day. I don't right. know if you, you were back there back then. Of course, day, you know? of course. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you know, there's yes. nothing like that here. And I never seen New Brooklyn Tavern do that or Art Bar do that or whatever. Right, and right. and um, so... Well, beautiful thing, they get together. They come together and they support each other, man. Yes. Like fully support each That's other. That's awesome. Yeah. And that is a beautiful thing. Doesn't matter, you know, what creed or color, whatever you are, just that in itself, a community coming together. About the music. Uh, yeah. There's love, man. When you get around everybody, you just feel a lot of love, you know, Indeed. and and support. Right. So um so I'm working with different individuals in that. And, I, and I'm not trying to force it and I'm not trying to rush it. I'm just letting things, which is hard for me. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, just trying to let things sort of simmer how they are. And now things are, are starting to get, you know, in fruition. And also, um, I've been turned on to such new great music and new great artists that that back, to be honest with you, that I just sort of overlooked. Right. You know, like I... I never like a, one of them is like Rick Ross. I was right. like, I only saw Rick Ross on like big videos. I always thought he sucked. And then my boy showed me Maybach Music Three, and Man. it blew my mind. The musicianship, right? You know, there's right, real right, instruments right. there, and, and yeah. the rhymes are amazing. What right. they're saying are like Kendrick Lamar, like the lyrics <laughs> right. and the beats. Yeah, it's like indeed. I feel like it's it's ways. It's the coolest shit I've heard, man, right. in a long time. You know. And I'm just being very inspired. And it's that, that's old news to a lot of people in that realm. But for me, it's like, holy crap, you yeah, know, yeah, like this is yeah. amazing, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, and I, I've been trying to take those cadences and mm-hmm. add it to my, to my guitar playing. Yeah. But that, that, which that, is that, cool. Yeah, no, of course, man. When you, when you hear certain things and it, and it, it as you said, it inspires you. 
you're you're a musician. That that vibe, that feeling is is you can you can get it from anywhere. And so you know, with you being a worldly musician, I'm going to say that you are a worldly musician and you are open to other things coming in to excite your senses. Not everybody allows that to happen. I want to have, I want to always be open to other things. You know, I, I love all kinds of music. I, I, I love EDM music. I love dance music. I love country, hip hop, rock, bro. I love it all. If it sounds good to me, I wasn't big into like the death metal scene until I went on tour with, um, um, vengeance and and ectomorph and when i got with them, these guys and so i'm out there a whole month with these guys i'm like i get it now right. i get it i'm there now and i'm just feeling the vibe and i'm just like holy shit you know i was just like man relent and 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 flatline and all my dank and, and, and listen all these guys father i was just like you guys are amazing and i love them and i know what they're doing and i can get it now and I was just like, because, you know, at first I was just like, man, I'm not really understanding. I'm feeling the music, but I'm trying to understand what they're really talking That's about. That's it. It's, yeah. it's perspective and understanding right. what you can relate to. Yes, indeed. Some people say they hate country because they can't really relate to it. Same right. thing with rap. They can't yeah. relate to it. Right, but right, but right. let me tell you something. There's always something you can relate to <laughs> if you experience it in a certain way, right? Yes, sir. And I, I, know, I know you. You're already open-minded. <laughs> so you thought when you thought you didn't like that, but it probably wasn't like a hate thing. Like, I hate this music. It was more like, I just don't understand it yet, you know? Yeah, no, I didn't have any hate for it. I was just like, I want to understand it because I, I wasn't under I I write. I'm a lyricist. I I'm lyrical. So I wanted to know exactly what they were saying. That was my big thing. I was just like, what are they saying? I want to know what they're saying. And then, you know, really listening to Relent, I got it. Then listening to Zoli, even though he was, you know, he's from Hungary, but still they just had a vibe about him. They, you know, he's a gypsy. As you spoke, listen, that music was something else. And uh, and so I was just like, Man, I'm I'm into this so much. So, you know, after a couple of shows, I was just like, shit. You know, we we were like the headliner and then co-headline certain place with Ectomore, but I would come out to listen. I wanted to hear these guys play. And I, you know, I'm just like, hey, I'm gonna go in here and check them out because I'm I'm feeling this now. You know, I got a question for you. Did uh, you ever get in the pit? Let me go ahead and say something. Maybe once or twice. But nobody, ah, no, no, yeah. nobody, nobody wants to really, you know, they were like, listen, they, they told me like stage dive, we'll catch you. I was like, bullshit. Oh, hell no. I said, you guys are not going to catch me, man. They were like, no, Lord, we promise you we'll catch you. I was like, I promise you I'm not doing that. I said, Bones might have jumped his little ass in there, but not me. Right. I, said, I, I said, I'm too big for that. You guys are going to drop my ass on that floor. And I said, man, then I'm going to be upset with you. And I'm a good, I'm a, listen, I'm a nice guy. <laughs> Then I might get Everybody's a got upset. a breaking point. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. I'm not trying to get hurt. You know, we got a long way to go. You know, we had a lot of shows to do. I was like, no, nah, I'm not. But I've gotten in there, you know, when I've gone into the crowd just because I'm vibing. And then, you know, I'm just like, hey, boom, let's just go. It just feels good. You know, I uh, the early days of Stuck Mojo when I first went before I was with the band, you know, I remember going in there, being in my first mosh pit and, and getting, getting my big ass knocked to the floor. On all that damn wow. beer and shit all over the place. It was crazy. And all I did was just laugh. They were laughing at me. I was just like, this shit is crazy. I was like, you guys are lunatics. I said, but I loved it, though. It was a vibe. It was a, a, a just a total feel, man. So, yeah, man, music is just great, man. And it can take you to all different kind of places, um, you know, mentally, 
um, you know, all the different genres. It's a journey. It takes you on a journey. If a, if a good song or a good album takes you on a journey, a roller coaster ride up and down and, and, and man, that's just a, be- it's a beautiful thing, man. So, you know, I, I, I love things like that, man. I, I really you, do. You said something about being open-minded, which I know, yeah. I know you are. Mm-hmm. And I know that's one of the reasons why uh, I've been digging, working with uh, a lot of the collective in, in the black nerd mafia is, is, everybody's so open-minded to different forms of music. So like right. when I was trying to bump that stuff more in the rock world, like we were talking about like the yeah. Bella dancer stuff, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. There was a lot of like, uh, right. Yeah. When I play that stuff with the black nerd mafia and all them, it's not, but whoa, what is that? You know? <laughs> right. And cause it's a little bit more like, I don't know what it is or why it's like that, Yeah. but I definitely feel that like, you don't hear like a lot of like, Oh, that ain't music. That's trash. Like you would like, like, you know, when I was playing rock bands, everybody's like, oh, no, that mumble rap is bullshit. And it's like, who are you to talk? You know what I'm saying? Like, and then I go over here on on, on the R&B side of things and everybody's like, yeah, I like a little bit of that rock. I like a little bit of that country. Yeah, I like yeah, a little yeah. bit of that reggae. I like a right. little bit of that. And it's just a lot more. You can hear it in the music now. Right, indeed. Just to me, when I listen, I mean, I still like, I'm not trying to say you know i no, hate all that stuff now I but yes i just don't hear it pushing boundaries like i hear in a lot of um r&b and hip-hop music or or even like even though i'm not the biggest country fan mm-hmm. i hear that music evolving a little country bit music has evolved also yes indeed it yeah and if something's de- evolving and not getting dumbed down it but it's actually evolving that I'm, I'm gonna be i, I want to ride on that you know of course because you're a creative my brother you are a creative you allow those things to you feel good about the music and you feel good about all music and and i i, I think that's something special not everybody has that ability and and, and why ever they're closed-minded I, I listen i can't wait till i make this t-shirt this is Listen, this is going to be dope. I, I'll, I'll talk about it later, but it's real, real, real dope. And it's about who we are and what we do. So, man. Really? A yeah, t-shirt? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's just real cool. It's just like a little slogan thing I have, you know, but it's but it's all love, man. But definitely you you are one of those creatives and you enjoy what you're doing, man. And that's what makes it magnif- magnificent. Now, I know you are. You're, you're you're moving elsewhere, but before we even we're getting close to the end of this. But I want. Oh to no, ask, man! I'm sorry. I'm no, just, no, no, I'm no, no, closer, no, 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 no. You're good. No, you're good. I wanted to I wanted to ask you about that Prince poster you had on the wall. You said Prince is one of your favorite guitars and um musicians. Yeah, musicians. Can yes. I tell you my Mount Rushmore, man? man? You of course you can. Oh well, go ahead and finish your question, and and, and then I'll tell you. I'm sorry. Okay, no, you're you're good. So. When you spoke about Prince and Prince playing on the uh with the George Harrison in, in uh when he went into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh yeah. That is one of the greatest man. I love Prince Rogers Nelson. He's a Nelson, of course, like I tell everybody, but Prince is oh my goodness, man. You know, I grew up, that's what I grew up on. I grew up on Michael Jackson also, but Prince is such an uh, a talented musician and I and you know when he died, I cried the whole day, man. I cried, man. That hurt my feelings, man. You know, he, he just—he was just something else, man. So, you know, what 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 did he mean to you? Because you said you like Prince a lot. Yeah, yeah. What he meant to me was almost everything. I mean, I remember Wisconsin, probably mm-hmm. six years old, maybe younger. Right. And um, 
my aunt Tracy, um, I was already into thriller, but my aunt Tracy brought purple rain into my house. Wow. Now my mom, my mom made me mad and got rid of it two weeks later because of the PMRC (laughs) bitching about, you know, right. The, um, masturbating with magazine line (laughs) but uh when i heard that and i heard that first lick yeah uh the guitar lick off when doves cry Uh something listen to that lick isn't that sort of middle eastern sounding it is kind of yes it is i can hear right now it is very subtle that's where it all stems from man that i know that sounds cheesy but that doesn't sound cheesy to me and that album just so many like the um uh, the beginning of what is it? The uh, beautiful ones with the oh drum my bells. Goodness, <laughs> I just like, listened to it. Yeah, yeah. There's so many, so many great every tune on that album. So then, when you listen to Purple Rain, right, and then yeah. your mom takes it away, and then you're six, and then you go back, and then all of a sudden you're in the '90s, and he comes out with "Sexy Motherfucker" yeah. and the Seven album, right? And then I went back, right. Mm-hmm. And like, dude, I mean, every album is incredible. Even the one he did after Purple Rain. Yes. Um, it's like the Beatles. It's his version of Sgt. Pepper, in my right, opinion. Right, the sign of the time. Christopher Tracy's uh, parade with the uh-huh. horns and the, Man. you know, all that stuff. Um, he, This is what he means to me. Him and Frank Zappa. Uh-huh. And I, I compare them a lot. And 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 I'm, I'm going to tell you why they're, they're my two heroes. Uh-huh. Number one, both of them left Warner Brothers. Both right. of them said i want my own shit yes both of them played different instruments mm-hmm. right That's both right. of them knew how to read and write music yes both of them wrote music that sounded like nobody else both mm-hmm. of them always had the best fucking musicians available yes. at the time yes uh, they're both mavericks they're both weird they're strange yeah. they're their own person and they didn't follow any fucking trend anyone gave them right. i mean i remember when people didn't like prince he put out this album one of my favorites called the rainbow children uh-huh. which is uh-huh. all about his um going to the uh what's the faith where they knock on your door the jehovah's witness, witness. Yeah, 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 uh-huh. yeah. And that whole album is so spiritual. That's one of my favorite albums. Am right. I a Jehovah's Witness? No. Am I spiritual? Yes. Do right. I understand what he's saying? Hell yes. Do I understand the concept of Rainbow Children? Hell yes. Does yeah. it offend me? Hell no. Right. Did it open my mind? <laughs> Hell yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yeah, man. Love, yeah, love Prince, man. Love it, love it, love it, love him, man. Miss him, man. Amazing. Just like you say, he and his whole band. Then you start saying, like, the beautiful ones, Let's Go Crazy. All of those songs, yeah. man, just beyond. You said Darling Nikki, though. And a little girl named Nikki. Come on, man. I mean, all I of mean, that was who just. Who else just, wrote that type all of it, stuff? All of it was just special, man. It's just special. Back to the Controversy I, album. And, you know, that's my time growing up, you know, young. Controversy is uh, oh, awesome. Goodness, man! Come on, man! That that was that was my childhood, man. Yeah, me. I I remember being a kid and hearing Parade album for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, It has so many great songs on it. You know, I mean, God, there's so many great albums. Love sexy. I mean, I I love all of them, man. And I listen to them all the time to this day. You know, I mean, there's I, I listen to a lot of new stuff. I always try to stay current and see what's out there. Right. But I'm always gonna I'm always gonna listen to that. That's yeah. just part of and I mean that's what me and my sister listen to, you know? Yeah. Yes, yes. I mean yes. next level, bro. Huge. Next level. Okay, so tell me about your Mount Rushmore. Let's hear it. Yeah, Mount Rushmore. Uh so Zappin Prince. Uh-huh. Uh Chick Korea. Okay. 
I know the name. Have you ever heard of Yeah, I know the name. Who you play for? I know. Chick Korea started Miles Davis's band in the 60s and 70s when Miles went fusion, started adding electric instruments. But Chick Korea, that's where a lot of my Spanish Mm -hmm. and Latin influence comes from. Gotcha. Uh, Santana is the other one on there. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know? So, you know, and if I was going to add one more, probably you know i love classical music so you know so probably uh you know one of those guys beethoven mozart any of those guys you know those are the ones that got me you know and don't give it there's so much more i love too you know but those are the guys that still stuck with me you know there was a moment in time where i would say you know, when I was a teenager, early 20s, it was all about Slayer and Sepultura. Right, right, right. right. It'd but, be, it'd and be. I still love that stuff, mm-hmm. but it's it's the other stuff that's sort of kept. You know, oh. when you get older, you go back and some things sort of get sifted out and some things stay. <laughs> and that Frank has always stayed, you know? That Frank Zappa always stayed, you yeah, know? Man. Frank Zappa, yeah. now, you know, I uh, I had a conversation with his sister, Candy. And um, you know, I had her on one of the shows. And um, wait, Zappa's sister? Yeah, Candy Zappa. Yeah, I, I did what? the early, yeah, the early time of uh, when I first started the show. I had I her on. I can't believe there. I missed that. Yeah, yeah, Candy she Zappa. She wrote a book. Yeah, right? we had a, yeah, we had a great time. Yeah, she's she's dope, man. Super dope, man. Yeah, we had a we had a great conversation. Great conversation, man. I'm yeah. gonna check that out. Yes, I'm indeed. going back in your library. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Candy Zappa, man. She she's cool. And Dot Stein. Uh, introduced me to her, and uh, so I was just like, "Yeah, I got to you know uh, get with her, man." Because Dot Stein loves Frank Zappa also. So let me ask you this: Tell us what makes you and and the the Black Nerd Mafia and the guys that you're working with. What's what's going to make you guys a watch and listen? Oh, a lot. Uh, okay. Well, number one, you should already watch and listen to them. Yeah. Uh, and I'll tell you why. Um, number one, I feel like I haven't heard singing like I've heard mm-hmm. um, since New Orleans. Mm-hmm. When I lived in New Orleans and until I moved here, I haven't heard singing like that. There are some amazing um, singers right. in that collective. Mm-hmm. Um, also, a lot of the rappers, a lot of them, when they rap, it's, I feel like there's a new style sort of forming what they're doing and what they're talking about. Got you. Um, and they're all open-minded musically. Their beats are a little bit different. There's a little bit of that lo-fi thing happening. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but there's, there's a lot of sort of nineties tribe called questy Afrocentrism coming back into it Mm -hmm. that I've always liked. Yes. Um, and also the open-mindedness of it. So when I, uh, would hear their projects because you know I'm one of the people like if you say you got some projects I'm not one of those people that say oh check it out and don't I hate right. that shit right I will That's fucking right. check it out exactly I'm the same yeah. way indeed I've been pleasantly surprised every time or when yes. I went to or got invited to an event you know and uh, and see see the people I talked to actually performing like mm-hmm. I I've I've never seen as much put your money where your mouth is. Mm. You know, a lot of people talk. These this collective Business, does the yeah. work. And awesome. They do the work. Not only music either. I'm talking about they support artists, videographers, right. um, 
everybody, you know, and and to give back to the community too, you know, that's awesome. And give resources to people. And it's not some competitive bullshit nature where, you know, you see people with their arms crossed judging Mm -hmm. you when you're playing, you know what I'm saying? It's like everybody's hyped the fuck up. Right. And everybody's supporting each other and, and the talents there. So, so yeah, so it's it's the mixture of the the different styles of music everybody's throwing in, the different style of artists all in the collective. Yes. And and also the camaraderie and the uh Wu-Tang Clan aspect of what you're doing. <laughs> you know, you know you. what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. a lot of people in it and I've been so blessed to be to be sort of uh, accepted into it and to actually be sort of a part of it now and to actually um jam out and write some songs and try to make something work with it so that's sort of other than my cover band which i love which i want to shout out torn clover my yeah. boy adam windham on vocals um eugene i think hamill's his last name on bass and jd brown uh-huh. on drums um you know that's been cool too because that's getting me back playing that rock guitar and that blues gotcha. and that gotcha. stuff you know right. and right. that's been fun to revisit you know yes, i mean dude indeed. i'm always gonna want to play black magic woman and fucking <laughs> and Clapton. like you can't go wrong right. with that you know you what can. i'm saying and some of these new country songs that make me play which i thought i wouldn't like they're fun to play they let me do what i want with them you oh, know of course man but with the creative part right yeah. music and stuff I'm i'm definitely very excited about what um what black nerd mafia does what they stand for and they have um, i've learned a lot about um branding and marketing and Mm -hmm. and and all that you know i've never had anyone say nick come up on stage between the band and tell them about your music lessons right you know like 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 they really do like support it man you you should get a t-shirt made or just yeah. seeing other people making their own stickers selling yes. their own merch mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. events that's not even their playing at but the bands are cool we'll sell your merch while, while you're here right indeed you know indeed, like, like it's a real community man. A community. It, it, you didn't take the words out of my mouth again it's a community man and that's beautiful man it is definitely yeah, definitely yeah, man. So that's that's why I've been so hyped, and that's that's sort of where my my heart's been right now is just working with the different artists in the collective and being a part of that. And um, it makes me get out, you know, it makes me get out the house, and sometimes puts puts me out of my comfort zone. I mean, I've been right. going to these spoken words, you uh-huh. know, which is a part of hip hop and R and B culture, right, for a long time. Yeah. And I'll have people just be like, bring your acoustic guitar and just improvise what what while I. I'm saying right, my thing. thing right. That's been one of the coolest things. I know it has been. Yes, indeed. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Well, listen, so your guitar lessons, are they in person and or, or can you somebody do them online with you? Yes, either or. Either or. Uh, musicandarts.com. We're on Hard Scrabble Road. And um, again, I teach um, guitar, bass, and drums. I know how to chart um, drums, too. Uh, um, I play drums for a lot of cover bands when I was going to school. Right. Um, and just because I'm not like the sickest drummer when it comes to like fills and all that. But the reason why I got hired is because I would keep a solid groove and I wasn't right. too loud. Right. right. <laughs> and I knew how to chart the shit down. Right. right I knew right. like if I know what five, four is, I know seven, eight, you know, yeah. I, I know my meters, right. you know, and, <laughs> and so I can teach it. And, and, uh, I got a lot of drum students and a lot of guitar students. Hopefully I'll get a bass student soon. Right. Um, you know, cause I, I do love to play bass and stuff like that too. But, uh, 
yeah, that, that's been really cool. And we're going to do, oh, I'm doing an open mic night there. The 14th. Uh-huh. Uh, we're just going to, we have a little place in the back with a sound system. Right. And it's just, you know, karaoke to free jamming to open mic. Got you, man. Well, look, man, you you are a busy dude and handling your business. And, and man, I, I, I once again, man, I, I'm just thankful and grateful to have you here, man. It's been a great conversation. And truly getting to know more about you, stuff that I didn't know, that's, that's just really exciting to me. And once again, you are a true creative. You are a super talented human being, man. And, and, and you are passionate about this music and this art that, that, you know, we love so much. And uh, I just applaud you, my brother. And, and I just want to once again thank you for taking the time, some of your precious time to spend with the big guy. And, uh, you know, it means a lot to me. It definitely does. And so my last question to you is the last question I ask everybody is, what was the last song you listened to? Last song I listened to was um, Tyler, the Creator. <laughs> um I think uh, uh, Lumberjack by Tyler, the Creator. <laughs> Once again, I love this question because you never know what we are listening to. It could be anything. Musicians are so special. Ladies and gentlemen, musicians are super special. Not that you're not, but we are super special. <laughs> so, hey, man, once again, thank you, my brother. It's been a true joy, a true joy. Now. Would you like to uh, say anything else or give, you know, give your socials and all those kind of things like that? Uh, you know, yes, you, yes. Yeah. yes, I would. And thank you. Um, all right. Number one, check out uh, Tomb of the Ambassador on SoundCloud. Those are all the songs I wrote during my horrible experience at the hospital during COVID. But they're deep songs. I'm very proud of them. Um, there's a lot of different type of stuff on there. They're all done without Pro Tools. It's all done on a regular recording machine. Sort of sounds raw, but I like that. Yeah. And uh, if you want to know who I am personally, you can you can check out all those songs. That I'll pretty much tell you. Right. So <laughs> that's that. Um, Torn Clover. Um, we are a uh, Torn Clover Facebook page, and you can know our gigs there. We gig pretty steady. It's been a little slow this past month, but we're g- gigging like almost – two to three times a week for a right. little while so it's oh, during awesome. summer that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was fun yeah and then of course everybody please go to instagram or facebook or whatever and check out the black nerd mafia um check out the different artists that are associated with them i will shout out a couple artists if i leave some of you guys out i'm so sorry you know how it's hard to be put on the yes, spot yes, but uh quasi um is the leader of the whole thing uh-huh. um you got my boy easy ola t- um, who's got great music on spotify mm-hmm. you got my boy uh wanna pound you who is mm-hmm. amazing who's on <laughs> a lot of easy stuff he's one of my favorite rappers in town right. man this yeah, dude yeah. is amazing performer <laughs> um you got tam the vibe another amazing rapper yeah um and and lyricist um my girl, Makia, that's in the J.B. Sampson band, uh-huh. who, me and her writing some tunes, really excited about. Uh, you got J.B. Sampson, y'all need to check out. Um, there's this oh, amazing singer, uh, Asia Blue, man. Uh-huh. Check out Asia Blue. This girl can sing her butt off. Right. She did a cover of Hey Ya. Uh-huh. I posted it on my Facebook page. Yeah. Um, it's an amazing cover of, of, of Hey Ya. I would have never thought that song could be taken to that sort of vibe right she took the song with a certain vibe 
and made it her own. Awesome. And when, it, when an artist can make a cover their own, I feel like that's very special. Indeed. Of course it is, man. Of course. And that's who I'm. Oh, and Corey Stone, man. Another one <laughs> of the collective. He plays a lot of gigs. If you see a, a, a cool dude playing the saxophone, uh-huh. that's probably my out on the streets that's probably my boy Corey he plays keyboards he's also in the JP Sampson band also so yeah man I could shout out a hundred people but I just wanted to make sure I I gave some love to to you know to my musical families you know of course well once again Nick this has been amazing time just zoom listen man time just zoom by man it's just because I've enjoyed it and I've enjoyed you just being honest and straightforward and and just the conversation has just been great my brother so once again thank you thank you thank you i'm very thankful holler at me about belly dancing i uh, 100 am going to do that there's no doubt about it i love that song there is no doubt about yeah, it yeah I, I still know incredible. it man yeah, I, yeah. I still know it i could i could do it in my sleep dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's an incredible song and yes we are going to revisit that no doubt <laughs> so once again i appreciate you my brother Yes, indeed. So, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, once again, you know who it is. It's the big guy with the big show, the Lord. Uh, Nelson, that is. <laughs> From the podcast Live and Loud with the Lord on the CMS Network with Five Royals Entertainment. And my special guest, my special guest, my special guest, Mr. <laughs> Nick Man. Guitars extraordinary, baby. Yo, man, thank you so much, my brother. I really appreciate you. <laughs> thank you. This was a blast, man. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And so, man, no doubt we'll get together and uh, we'll talk about it, man. And um, I know you're busy, but we're going to, we're going to talk about this one, definitely. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, dude, let's do it soon. Like, yes, I'm, I'm down. Yes, indeed. Because I love the song. It's an amazing song. Amazing song. All right, my brother, be good. Handle your business. Have a, a great rest of your day. And, and, and tell Atticus and the wife I said hello, man. Praying out everybody's well. Uh, well, hey, tell your son I said what's up. Because I remember I meeting him at a rap show. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Gentleman, I know he raps as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's down in Atlanta right now. He's got a man. He's got this R&B artist, man, he met that he's dealing with right now. She's awesome. So, you know, yeah, you know, looking at some things with her, too. But, yeah, man, I, I'll definitely tell him. I'll talk to him about probably in a, in a few hours or so. I'll let him know you said what's up, man. Indeed. All right. Let's do it, man. Well, big love to you <laughs> yes, and indeed. all your fans. And thanks again, man. All right, man. Love you, bro. Be good. All right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Peace. Peace. <laughs>